0: This podcast is brought to you by Parallel, the first and only OBGYN founded prenatal vitamin with targeted nutrients for each stage of motherhood. Most prenatals treat pregnancy with a one size fits all approach, but your body changes throughout each trimester, and so do your nutritional needs. I took Parallel throughout my entire first trimester and just graduated to the second trimester pack. Their second trimester pack has everything you need to support your baby's skeletal growth while easing muscle cramps with additional calcium and magnesium, added omegas, and of course, a full-spectrum prenatal vitamin. So wherever you are in your pregnancy journey, check out ParallelHealth.com. They are offering a special 20% discount just for this audience. So use code BIGKID20 for 20% off your first month. That's ParallelHealth.com and use code BIGKID20 Twenty for twenty percent off. We have to day drink and dance all night. Now, let's talk of diapers and pacifiers and our pants are feeling tight. Welcome to week 21 of pregnancy. Welcome to the show. I'm Sarah Merrill Hall. I'm the chick behind the Instagram blog and podcast called Big Kid Problems. And I'm also a 21 weeks pregnant person. (laughs) This has honestly been a pretty good week for me. I hope you guys are experiencing this too. Um, Week 21, I got to say, so far, probably the best I've felt all of pregnancy. I'm going to knock on wood real quick because I don't want to jinx it. (laughs) Tucker, that's my dog. Honestly, I, I did that to myself. Should not have knocked on wood. But yeah, 21 weeks has been good. I feel like my body has just kind of like gotten into the flow of pregnancy, like fucking finally. I just felt more adjusted this week and like we were kind of getting the hang of this thing. I've been talking about it pretty much this whole time, uh, just how uncomfortable my body's been this, this, this whole pregnancy. And yeah, I mean, it, it's just my body felt has been feeling a lot better and it's been feeling pretty good this week. And I hope that that lasts, we'll see how long that lasts for. I mean, even like for a brief moment, I swear, maybe like a, for a full hour, I forgot I was pregnant which has not happened this entire time because I've been so uncomfortable. But for a brief shining moment there, I swear I was like sitting, I was comfortable. I like forgot that I was pregnant. It was lovely. And then about five minutes later, I peed myself. So that happened. Um, I don't know if this has happened to anyone else. And this is apparently a thing that happens. I think it happens a little bit later in pregnancy, but... I don't know I think my belly and where my how everything's situated on my bladder I'm already getting this but there's been a couple times where I'll like sit to pee and then get up and I think I'm done and then I like proceed to pee all over my pants it's happened like it's happened like like a little bit it's just like a, it's not I'm not like a full pee on my pants it's like a it's like a dribbling it's like a dribbling effect. Anyway, not ideal, but um yeah, that's that's where I'm at in my pregnancy journey. <laughs> Wonder if that's happened to anybody else. Aside from that, aside from feeling pretty good in the occasional um pee incident, um, yeah, I'm trying to think what else happened this week. Oh, I was reading, because I always check my my little apps every week. I'm always so excited when a new week starts. And I was checking the bump this week. And they said, at 21 weeks pregnant, you might be choosing a name or you're hard at work getting your home ready for baby. And I kind of had a brief moment of panic because I'm like, I have not done either of those things. I am not even close to doing any of those things. Um, I mean on the one side, like you're hard at work getting your home ready for baby. Like, first of all, I don't even know where I'm going to be living when I give birth to this child, like straight up. We are looking to move. We actually just, we put an offer on a house We're, we're staying in our town, like we're staying in Nashville, but we're just moving houses. And, um, yeah, I don't, I'm, I'm hoping we get this house that we just put an offer on. But to be honest, there's a lot of unknown factors and um, I should know in the next few weeks. But we'll hopefully be moving next month. But yeah, we don't know. Like if that falls through, I have no idea. I don't even know where I'm going to be living when I give birth. So can't really get a house ready. And that makes me nervous. Like are other people like working on getting their houses ready. Like I don't even know where to start with that. And I feel like 21 weeks is early. I guess the whole idea is like, you never know your baby could come earlier than later and you want to be prepared. But yeah, we don't have like one baby item in our house. So if that's you too, don't, don't feel too bad, but I guess maybe that's something we'd probably want to think on. Um, Maybe we'll add that to our, our to-do list this week is like looking into baby proofing your home or, um, you know, maybe getting some, like, of those essentials, you know, for your home. But, yeah, I say that. I don't know if I'll be doing that anytime soon. I really, I, th- I think I just want to figure out where I'm living first. And then we'll we'll get to that point. Um, the other thing that the bump said about, like, having your name chosen at this point. Yeah, I feel like people I've talked to either have a name right away or they're like fighting it out until the very end trying to figure out what they're going to name their kid. I am in the later group. Um, My husband and I, we get along really well. Like we we see eye to eye on everything pretty much. And like we never really even get in arguments. And when it comes to naming this child, let me tell you, we could not be more far apart. Like his names that he likes, I'm like, what? And the names that I like, he's like, absolutely not. Like, we, we are, we're in trouble, guys. We're in trouble. Um, and I'm actually really upset, so I'll tell you. Um, I've had this one name pretty much picked out my entire life. Like, I always knew I wanted to name my first son James. I love the name James. It's like a family name. And like when I used to like play with like baby dolls when I was a little girl, like I would name like my baby boy James. Like I just that was the name, and I have a really cool middle name picked out. I'm I'm not gonna share it yet because I don't want anyone to steal it. But it only goes with James. (laughs) And I told Brandon this name, and without a hesitation, he's like, "No." (laughs) I'm like, "What, "What do you mean? What you're?" you're crushing my dreams. What do you mean? No. Like, why don't you like this name? He's like, I, there was like a kid in second grade that I really didn't get along with named James. And that's his reasoning. Like that is legitimately his reasoning. I'm like, this is, this is second gr- Like get over it, dude. Get over it. Like this is literally my dream, my dream name. But I'm telling you, we've been arguing it out for probably a couple months now. And I don't think I'm going to win this one. Like I, I, I don't know. I don't know what to do. Um, and then like the names that he likes, like I like very traditional, strong names. I mean, I'm a Sarah, for God's sakes. That's like the oldest <laughs> name in the book, literally. And um I like other strong, like almost like biblical names like that. And um my husband doesn't. Like he likes like new age names. Like Hunter or Weston or Wesley, like some of these names. Which I like. I like those names. Like I don't hate those names, but like we're just we're very on different pages when it comes to the name game. I don't know. I don't know what to do. I don't know what we're gonna do. Uh, we we have like a maybe a handful of names that we both don't hate. That's pretty much as far as we've gotten. Um, and actually for Christmas, because this episode is coming out right after Christmas, I actually got him a book of 100,000 names, <laughs> like literally it's a hundred thousand baby names. So if he can't find something he likes in that book, I, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you because so far he's like poo-pooed every name that I've had. Um, I don't know if anybody else, if anyone else has figured out how to A, convince their husband to choose their name, or B, how to figure it out when you can't see eye to eye, let me know. Slide into my DMs. Would, would love to figure this out. Okay, so let's talk real quick about some symptoms you could be facing at week 21. There's some good ones here. I, I was looking over this list and I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I didn't even know some of these things happened. Uh, okay, one of the big ones is your inner belly button may become an outie. So I had heard that this happens I really don't want this to happen but I've noticed mine's not an Audi yet but it's getting shallow <laughs> like I was looking at it the other day I'm like uh oh I probably got I probably got a couple weeks left I'm gonna like hope that I have a couple weeks left but that baby is uh that suckers coming out at some point it is getting real shallow. So that is something to look out for. could happen this week, could be happening very soon. So uh, one thing I did read is it says, if you don't like the look of your new Audi belly button, don't panic because it does go back after giving birth. So that's something to, you know, ease ease your mind on. Um, If I just had an Audi belly button from this point forward, I'd be pretty, pretty pissed. Okay, here's another symptom. You may be experiencing Braxton Hicks contractions. Like this can start at this time. So I've heard the term Braxton Hicks. Um, I had to Google it because I didn't know what these contractions were. So, Braxton Hicks contractions are a tightening in your abdomen that kind of comes and goes. And what they are is it's these contractions of your uterus in preparation. For giving birth. Like they are basically toning your muscles and your uterus to help prepare the cervix for birth. So they can be uncomfortable, but they shouldn't be too painful. They're supposed to feel kind of like a mild menstrual cramp. And I don't think that I've had this yet, to be honest. Um, I feel like, you know, something like even a mild menstrual cramp, I would notice. But so, anyway, that's just something to keep on the lookout because these could start to happen around this time. Okay, so one thing to note is they can be brought on by sex or orgasm, a full bladder, dehydration, or a big kick from baby but they shouldn't last longer than two minutes. So this is something to keep in mind if you're starting to feel those little Braxton Hicks contractions, but they don't stop after a couple minutes or they get a little bit stronger and closer together. Or if there's any fluid or blood coming from your vagina at the same time, this is an indication to call your doctor ASAP if any of those things are happening because they might not just be Braxton Hicks contractions. They might be like. Actual going into labor contractions. So, just something to keep in mind and keep on the lookout for. So, another symptom this week, and I read this and I was like, wait, what? (laughs) Is leaky boobs. So, your milk ducts will actually be fully developed by the end of this trimester, just in case of an early delivery or early arrival. So, you may experience some leaking from your boobs. Which is crazy. Like, if that happens to me, I don't know what I'm going to do. I just didn't know that that happened. And I feel like of all my friends who have been pregnant, like, I've never heard them mention this. So, I don't know how common it is. I don't know if, like, if it happens to everyone. But if that happens to me, I'm going to probably freak out. Just because that's so weird. And I can't believe that might already start to happen this soon. I say this soon. I mean, we're halfway through. But still, to me, it feels... It still feels like we have a while to go until delivery. So like, yeah, I just, I can't wrap my brain around that one. Okay. Um, some more common symptoms, some dry, itchy skin. I think we talked a little bit about this in the last few weeks, but obviously your growing bump is making your skin stretch uh, out and it might be a little bit drier and more irritated by the day, honestly. So make sure you're using a good body oil to stay moisturized. So, so far, I've tried now a couple belly oils just to kind of see what I like. Um, Bio oil was one of the first ones I ordered. A girlfriend told me about that. You can get it on Amazon. You can get it at Target. Um, It's pretty reasonably priced. And honestly, it lasted me a really long time. And then I just got this like a little bit more of a higher end one called the Golden Belly Oil. You may have been getting ads on it for Instagram. I think that's where I originally saw it, Uh, which I really like too. Like they're both good belly oils, but I will say the Golden Belly Oil was more expensive than the Bio Oil and the Bio Oil lasted me a lot longer. So very comparable products, but like Bio oil may take the cake only because it lasted a lot longer than the golden belly oil. Um, Also, uh, one of my uh, speaking of products. So my one of my friends in Nashville actually has a homemade body oil, and um, it's all all completely natural ingredients. And she gave me a bottle to use, and I've literally been dousing my entire body in it like every single day and she sells it online so i wanted to mention i'm going to give her a shout out it's called the kitchen garden and she just literally makes it like in her kitchen which is crazy and it's it's all homemade stuff which i really like i really like natural products to begin with i'm also using one of her facial oils and they're 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 quite lovely um i'm going to link all three of those in show notes if anybody is interested or looking for a body oil option i like body oils more than lotions I kind of got off lotions like five years ago when I started hearing like all this stuff about like phthalates and a lot of the synthetic products that are in lotion. Um, So I prefer an oil over a lotion, but you know, you do you, everyone's going to have their favorite products. But if you're looking to get over into the oils, those are the three that I've tried that I really, really liked. Okay, this is important to note while we talk about itchy skin. So if you develop a rash at this point, you actually want to call your doctor right away because it could be this really annoying pregnancy condition called PUP, P-U-P-P, which I had to Google because I've never heard of that. But it's basically an itchy, bumpy rash that starts in the stretch marks of the abdomen in the last three months of pregnancy. And it usually clears with delivery, but it can be painful. It can be super, super itchy. And like these bumps can raise and get just like really, really irritated. So it's just something to keep on the lookout for. It usually happens in the third trimester. But again, um, you know, it can happen to anyone at any point. So just be on the lookout for that. If you do get a rash, call your doc. Oh, okay. So one other symptom I wanted to chat about while we're on it is obviously weight gain. We've been talking about it a lot on this podcast, but I actually read this this week and it made me feel a lot better. So I wanted to share it with you guys. But basically it's a breakdown of like the weight that you're gaining. So they say... That you know, the average—if you have like a regular BMI—the average weight gain is anywhere from like twenty-five to thirty-five pounds in your total pregnancy that you'll gain. And by this time, okay, so by week twenty-one, you have will have likely gained anywhere from ten to sixteen of those pounds. I'm I'm kind of right there in the middle. <laughs> I'm right there in the middle on this one. Um, but here is when you when you do gain they say between 25 to 35 pounds by the end of your pregnancy. This is a breakdown of what a lot of that is. So an average full-term baby is 7.5 pounds. The placenta is an additional 1.5 pounds. The uterus, because your uterus has been growing and expanding, is about 2 pounds. The amniotic fluid, another 2 pounds. Maternal stores of fat, protein, and other nutrients needed for breastfeeding can come up to about seven pounds. Breast tissue, also for breastfeeding, of course, is another two pounds. Increased fluid volume is about four pounds. And increased blood volume is about four pounds. So when you add all that shit up, it comes up to about 30 pounds right there. So with all this weight that you're gaining, just know a lot of it is this stuff. Like it's, you know, it's this stuff that is completely needed, for your baby, for your pregnancy. And I like knowing that like a lot of this stuff will, you know, once you give birth, will go back down. Like your blood volume will go back down. You know, you obviously your baby and placenta, that's like almost 10 pounds right there off, right off the bat will be gone. So I liked that little breakdown and wanted to share it with you guys. All right. Let's talk real quick about what's happening with baby at week 21. So this week, baby is as big as an endive. They're about 10.5 inches long and weigh about 12.7 ounces. Do keep in mind, so uh, last week I said they weigh- they were about 6.5 inches long, and they didn't just like double this week. We're actually measuring different now starting at week 21. You're measuring from th- their full body length, so from their crown To um, their toes, whereas before we were measuring from just the crown to the rump. So that's why they didn't they didn't just double (laughs) over over a couple days. We're measuring different now moving forward. But uh, that should give you a good visual of like how big they actually are. They're almost a full foot long. And your baby has more control over their limb movements, which explains why you might be feeling more kicking and stretching going on in there. While the placenta is still the number one way when it comes to nourishment, Now your baby is actually taking in small amounts of amniotic fluid too. And I thought this was interesting. I read this, that the taste of the amniotic fluid actually differs day to day depending on what you've eaten. So if you're eating spicy tacos one day or like lots of sweets the next, I mean, all of those flavors won't be lost on your baby since they actually already have developed their taste buds. So in fact, researchers say that Babies who are exposed to certain tastes in utero may be more eager to eat foods with those same tastes after birth. So if you want your baby to basically eat broccoli later, now's the time to start eating it and introducing it to them. <laughs> that's one school of thought. Um, God, I really need to get back on the broccoli train. I've talked about it a lot. I'm still having aversions to vegetables. It's terrible. But I thought that was cool. So your baby can be tasting what you eat. That's That's really really freaking wild. All right. So tips and to do's for the week this week, we have some good ones. So I did read an article this week about seatbelts and where you want to place them on your body. Cause if you're like me, you might have a pretty pronounced bump at this point. And the pr- the preferred method is to wear your seatbelt under your belly. Just something to keep in mind, um, where you're placing it. You don't want to put place it right across you want to go a little bit under another tip if you're getting really bad indigestion at this time a culprit could be spicy or greasy foods but if you're staying away from those and still suffering that heartburn and indigestion they say a good tip here is to start keeping a food diary and writing everything that you've eaten and then seeing how your body responds to it because you could be surprised by maybe some of the reactions you're having to food at this point so I, I liked that tip. Here's one that's a little, a little personal tip from me. I think this is a good time to start planning a baby moon if you're going on a baby moon. I have now told a couple people that I want to go on a baby moon and they're like, what's a baby moon? I thought it was a very common term, but if you don't know what a baby moon is, it's basically like, like a smaller honeymoon, but it's for you and your partner to basically get away for the last time before you give birth. And they say to do it in the second trimester. Like this is a a, the second trimester is the best time to do it because you're a little bit more mobile. You're not as big, so you're not as uncomfortable. You probably have the most energy that you do in your whole pregnancy in your second trimester. So this is the time just to maybe plan a little, a little vacay, a little, a little getaway. Um, kind of what I mentioned to you guys in the early part of this episode, we're trying to move at the same time. Like we're, we're, you know, getting ready for baby, trying to buy a house, trying to move out of our current house. And now I'm trying to throw on a baby moon on top of it. I don't know if we'll actually get one, to be honest. Um, we might do like a really, really mini one and go to like Florida where my parents live. But if you can, and if you're, if you're, if you have the time, have the resources, I say this is a time to like plan a really nice vacay. If I could do it differently, that's, that's what I would do. But we'll see, guys. Um, I'm a big, we, my, both my husband and I were the kind of travelers, like we planned our honeymoon, literally the week of our wedding. Like we were, doing our rehearsal dinner and also trying to like book our hotels for our honeymoon. Like we're psychos like that. We're very last minute on everything we do. I'm sure if we do go on a honeymoon, that's how it's going to be. We'll probably plan it like the week before we leave. So we'll see. Stay tuned. Another tip for this week, and this is actually something that our doctor mentioned to us when we went to our week 20 appointment last week, but you want to start looking for birthing classes because I guess they fill up. So this isn't something you're going to start taking now. You'll probably wait till your third trimester or when you're a little bit closer to actually giving birth. But you may want to start looking for classes to sign up for now. And I'm putting this on our to-dos for this week. (laughs) I I hope that I do this as well. Like this is also mentally for me to remember to do this because it's one of those things I feel like I'll just keep putting off and then like two weeks before I'm supposed to give birth be like oh shit anyway I hope that helps guys that is all for week 21 thank you so much for listening if you're enjoying this podcast make sure to hit those five little stars on iTunes it makes such a difference uh, when you leave a review so go ahead and, and do that for your girl if you can really appreciate it or send it to a friend you think might like it You can also connect with me on social over on big kid problems or on my personal Instagram at Sarah Merrill underscore hall. I love chatting with you guys on DMS. I'm actually learning a lot through you guys too. So this has been so fun in the meantime, I will see you back here next week for week 22 updates. And until then, thanks for bumping along with me.